Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. For all the news and expert opinion, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Well, I hope you're having a great day. Five minutes left in the second period. Wild and Jets tied at one. After the first period, Hurricanes leading the Panthers 1-0. Coming up in an hour, Ducks and Flames. And then the Ducks are here tomorrow to play the Oilers. 5.30 face-off show here on 630 Chad. Game will start at 7 8 o'clock tonight, Avalanche and Golden Knights. That should be a good one. Eichel in for the Golden Knights. And at 10 after 9 Mountain Time, women's hockey gold medal game. Going to be awesome. Canada taking on the United States. Well, I hope it's going to be awesome. I guess I shouldn't make promises that I have no uh, influence on uh, on the outcome of. But anyway, I, I think it'll be a fun game. Uh, I'll get to the, your phone calls in a second here. Talking about the Edmonton Oilers, the coaching change. Are you, uh, well, I'm sure you're pleased with what you're seeing if you're an Oilers fan. They are 3-0. and Are you thinking it's going to last? Are you thinking there are steps in the right direction? Or are you thinking this maybe is a dead cat bounce and, and there are still a lot of things to be ironed out with the team as the roster really has not changed that much. Uh, they, you know, they added Evander Kane a few games ago, but that's about it. 780-496-0063. I, I just want to mention as well, the, the 11 forwards and the seven defensemen. Um, you know, I, I don't think this is going to be the norm. I, I think this is happening because Duncan Keith is out. And as a bit of a safety net, they're dressing seven defensemen. You can kind of budget the ice time with the younger guys so no one has to carry too much responsibility. Um, but when Keith is healthy, I mean, could they go with, uh, you know, say Nurse and Barry, Keith and CeCe, and then Lagason, Niemalainen, and Bouchard in some sort of rotation? Broberg would probably go down. And, and the reason I bring that up is because even with with Keith in the lineup, you'd still kind of have some some inexperienced players. Chris Russell is out. We don't know for how long he's going to be out. You know, Slater Cuckoo's been sent to the minors. And the way the forwards are used, like I was saying, the the 10-11 guys aren't going to play a lot, especially the number 11 guy. So we, we saw the first two games under Woodcroft. It was McLeod and Benson on the fourth line, other players rotating in. Shore and McLeod last night. Uh, Shore did not play even three minutes. Now, maybe he's going to play more down the road. Um, but, you know, if it's kind of a three-and-a-half-line team, why dress four lines? Why not just why not just actually dress or three-and-two-thirds lines worth of players and rotate in other guys as you need? I, I just – that's going to be interesting to me. I, I would think they'll go back to a conventional 12-and-six when Keith is healthy, and he'll go back to playing around 20 minutes a night. Um, but, but I do think it's a reasonable option. To, to consider. Anyway, 780-496-0063. Ron from Red Deer is checking in. Hello, Ron. Hey, Reed, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing quite well. Awesome. Um, I really think the next three games, I think it's Anaheim, Minnesota, and Winnipeg. Yeah, Anaheim, uh, Winnipeg first. Winnipeg is Saturday, Minnesota Sunday. Yep. 
Yes. And then, but the, the real test is after that. It's the East Coast trip. Florida, Carolina, Tampa Bay. Yeah. That, I, I really believe that will be the true test of, uh, like, we, we all wonder, like, well, what are the Edmonton Oilers? Their identity. And so those three games out on the East Coast, being in a, a, a road trip four or five days, I do believe that's going to be, all right, let's see the new coaching staff. Let's see how that goes. And also, but in the next three games, it's, I love the new coaching staff. And it's going to be the next six games, are, in my opinion, going to be the telltale sign of, okay, who, who's, you know, are they, they, are they coming under Woodcroft now? Are they, are they confident? Are they, are they, you know, because we all see that the change, like they're tighter, and it's going to be exciting the next six games. Well, I think you make a good point, and that's going to be a five-game road trip. Tampa, Florida, Carolina, and then they'll uh, they'll also go to Philadelphia and Chicago. But I think that's a fair point, Ron. Tampa Bay defending champs, Florida and Carolina, both having awesome seasons, both won here at Rogers Place earlier in the year. I mean, the Florida game ended up 6 nothing. I mean, that was an absolute crushing. So I think that's a fair point. Even if the team is playing better, all right. Well, can they rise up in those circumstances? Can can they actually go against legitimate heavyweights? I mean, the teams they've beaten now, everybody who listens knows I got a lot of respect for the New York Islanders, but they're not having a great year and they can't score. Oilers beat them. Right. San Jose, uh, I, I got to be honest with you, Ron. I'm surprised San Jose has as many wins as they do after seeing them right. on Monday. Same, same. And, and L.A. hung in there. Um, and, you know, I think Todd's doing a good job there, but ultimately I think they're more of a mid-level or below-average team. Anaheim, you got to jump on them. Uh, Winnipeg, to me, Ron, huge disappointment this year. I'm surprised they're struggling. Now, Minnesota's yeah. good. M- Minnesota's really good. They're quick. So we'll see if the Oilers can handle that pace on Sunday night. Yes. Next six games, the telltale sign, in my opinion. All right. Appreciate it, Ron. Take care. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We will welcome Derek onto the show on the Certainty Hotline. Derek, what's going on? Hey, th- thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I, I just want to say um, personally, I, I love the coaching change. Um, I just think with uh, with the new coach, e- even in the interviews and stuff like that, he just seems like a very intelligent guy with the answers he's giving. He's not just giving necessarily the the stereotypical right answers for the media. Um, he has really thought out, well thought out points. And um, personally, I love what he's doing with the defensemen right now. Uh, I think if the Oilers are always having depth issues, uh, I think it might be a really good idea just to keep that structure going, right? If your fourth line's not really giving you anything, um, yeah, maybe just maybe just have three really strong lines, rotate two players in there, and then um, and then just emphasize on those players instead. What do you think? Yeah, I was I was just sort of sort of talking about that. The eleven and seven is intriguing if the Oilers have to keep dressing inexperienced defensemen. And, and, and what I was saying, Derek, was even if Keith comes back, okay. Let me ask you this: Are you at the point you would like to see Nima Linen play more often than not? Well, absolutely. That, to be honest with you, yeah. that was one of the things I was really frustrated with Tippett because I'm like, here you got a guy who's giving your team life. Um, he's bringing an element of toughness that you don't have a level of grit. Like, well, why isn't he playing more often? Like, the, the kid's amazing, in my opinion. And every, everybody who I've ever talked to wants to see him play more. And I gotta hand it to you because you you have been calling in saying that for several weeks. So I gotta hand it for you to hand it to you for sticking with that. Lagason, I think, has. I mean, Lagason is what 26. He's not a kid. 
I think he's competent in what he does. So that that's what I'm saying. Could you go Nurse Barry, Keith CC, and have Lagason, Niemelainen, and Bouchard? Because I think Bouchard, I think they're sheltering him a little bit, playing a little less because you know he's still learning the lay of the land in his own end. I I think. So even if Keith is back, would it kill them to dress seven defensemen? I I, I don't think it would. I, I think if you're going to go with those younger guys, rotate them, you know, see who's playing well, see who's maybe having an off night, and roll from there. Because I, I really believe, Derek, the 12th forward on this team, who are, who are the candidates? Uh, it's basically going to be Benson Shore or Perlini, right? I guess Turris if he's healthy. Exactly. You know, so how, often, how many minutes are those well. guys going to play, even with a new coach? Yeah, pr- pr- probably not a lot, right? And, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind, though, if one of the top 11 players, like if Perlini gets in there here and there, I find when he has had the puck, he's found a way to put it in the net, and he hasn't had many chances. Um, I understand he might not be super well-rounded in other ways, but, I mean, at least he's putting the puck in the net here and there, right? So I think that's yeah. worth uh, worth maybe a little more attention. But, um, but yeah, pr- probably not a lot of minutes, right? Quickly, before I let you go, uh, Olympics, how interested have you been? Honestly, not that much. Um, I, I would have loved to see the NHL in there. Uh, I think that's a total game changer. It's not really fair when other countries can bring their best to the table and Canada can't or the states can't, right? I'm pretty disappointed, to be honest with you. Women's hockey, all for it. Lo- love it. Um, what, what a great team. But uh, we definitely need to see McDavid in the Olympics here pretty soon. Yeah, well, they're talking about maybe doing a World Cup in February in a couple of years, too. I don't know if you read about that, which would be interesting. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, thanks. Take care, buddy. That is uh, Derek checking in, 780-496-0063. We will also go to, I, I don't think this guy ever sleeps. Sir Robert, how's it going? You were, you were on with Rob and I after midnight, and you're right back at it on Inside Sports. What's going on? Uh, well, I mean, I do sleep. I just I just, I, I just have, uh, I guess you can call, call it strange times in which I do it. But anyway. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> what are you uh, thinking tonight? Uh Oh yeah, no. I mean, you know what? I'm I'm happy with the I'm happy with the way things have gone so far. Uh, under Woodcroft, three games, three wins. It's a nice start. I'm not going to sit here and say, okay, Stanley Cup grade, here we come. No, because I think we all know this roster. There's still there's still there's still a lot of things that need to be fixed. I'd like to see I'd like to see the likes of Nima Line and play more, even when even when Keith comes back. But. That's one of my points. I'm not sure what you're thinking about that. Yeah, well, I I think they need somebody with Niemelainen's edge. I mean, even if he, I mean, I, I get he might be scratched some games, but he adds something on the back end that the Oilers haven't had in a while. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and then I guess uh, I want to quickly touch on. I agree with that uh, that uh, at first caller there, Ron, when he when he said that uh, the that uh, that five game trip. Where it starts in Tampa, then they go to Florida and Carolina. That for me, that for me is going to be is going to be a real test to see exactly where the team is under the new coaching staff, and especially with the the Florida and Carolina games because I'm looking at the schedule. Those two games happen to be day games back to back. That's right. And then the Oilers and the Oilers generally, as as I've heard touched on, generally the Oilers don't don't tend to fare well in matinees. Yeah, a little better the last few years, but if you look back over their history, I think they're, uh, I, I, you know what, I always, I'm bad at saving stuff. I had it a few weeks ago. I think they're right around 400 points percentage in matinee games. Not very good. Sir Robert, thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon.
Yeah, thanks, Reed. 780-496-0063. Oilers and Ducks tomorrow at Rogers Place. Another big showdown at the moment. Ducks, Kings, and uh, Oilers all with 55 points. The Oilers are placed ahead of the other two teams because they have a better points percentage. Well, this will be fun. We have uh, Bullfrog on the open line as well. Bullfrog, love your handle. Well, maybe that's your real name. I'm assuming it's a handle. But what's on your mind tonight? Hey, Reed. How's it going? Love the show. Uh, Calling in from Fernie, B.C., Oh, nice. Um, I just wanted to make a comment, uh, going back a little bit here to the Chicago game when Yamo and Drysaddle had a two-on-two there. Um, instead of going to the net, Drysaddle decides to go to the corner for the one-timer, and the play ends up getting turned over into nothing. Where, you know, since the coaching change, look at the types of goals we're scoring now. They're not that. Oh, if it's not pretty and making the highlight reel, we're not gonna. We're not going to have that opportunity. You know, Pulley-Arvey scores the whack into the net. We're getting more shots from the point, off tips, deflections. Um, I, I just feel that's been a huge difference in the coaching and the change of the, the way the players are playing now. You know, stay on the line, Bullfrog. I, I think that's a great point. And as much as these guys are, are pro athletes and they've been playing hockey all their lives, I, I think even people in those positions – sometimes need to be reminded about some of the the basics and and often hockey is best played in a straight line okay you're if i know you're going to the net i i know i can shoot even from a bad angle because you're going to be there uh yesterday the nuge goal nuge you know nuge kind of had to reach for a pass instead of trying to reel it in and maybe lose the puck he just chipped it into the corner Derek ryan's right on top of the puck fogel's right there gets it out front and nuge scores and now, look, we love when the Oilers score fancy goals, and I'm glad they have the ability to score those goals. But I, I think you're making a good point that those are kind of the bonus goals. If you can match the other team 2-2 two, two in fundamental goals, then fine. Maybe McDavid can score a spectacular one to win it. But you've got to have those basic straight-line goals first. Absolutely. Those workman goals. Those Ethan Morrow, Mike Greer goals that we're, we don't have. <laughs> nice. Yeah. How, how's life in Fernie? Love it. Mountains are, you, are gorgeous. Uh, okay, Olympics. Are, are you your level of interest? Tell me. Uh, without the NHL players there, to be honest, I haven't watched any of it. And then um, I don't have cable TV, so I'd, I'd have to really go out of my way to kind of find it. And I, I, I should be watching the women's games. Um, yep. Kind of disappointed in myself or not, because that is good hockey. Um, but without, like I said, without the Connors there and and everybody else, I, I don't want to watch the NHL, the, no, the I, men's. I don't. I, no, I don't know if you heard me really. And, and like you're, like you said, you're you're in the mountains. I don't know if you engage in in uh, you know the snow sports or or follow any of it. Am I like am I an ignorant Canadian by saying I don't totally understand all the freestyle and and snowboarding? Like, is that on me for? not learning them or are those sports that you find hard to connect with i've only been here a year okay but i'm i'm with you i'm i i don't know that stuff either Reed. okay so well, I, don't, thanks. I don't think we're ignorant it's just <laughs> just because we're canadian doesn't mean we have to be interested in everything associated to winter does it <laughs> that's a good point i'm gonna re- i'm gonna remember that quote that you said that just because you're yeah. canadian you don't have to be associated with everything with winter there you go hey i appreciate you listening man all right thanks reed have a good night that is bullfrog checking in from fernie 
We're going to have Deron Carter check in from Florida between 7 and 7.30. we got to take a quick break right now. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Obviously, thank you to my family. Love you guys so much. Uh, wouldn't be here without you. Uh, to my teammates, I love you guys. All my coaches, uh, the whole organization. Uh, thank you so much. I, like I said, love you guys. Um, who else? To Edmonton, thanks for going through this. I know it sucks watching it, but uh, we'll get out there in a sec. Um, and anyone else? Obviously, the fans. I mean, you guys are amazing. Couldn't do it without you. And yeah, that's all I got. Thank you guys. And. Uh, Right on. That was uh, Drew Doughty last night before the game. He was playing career game number 1,004, but earlier this season, obviously, he had 1,000. He was honored last night by the Los Angeles Kings in those shiny, shiny helmets. So, somebody asked me, uh, which which bother you more, the uh, Kings helmets or the Golden Knights gold helmets? I think the Kings silver helmets I find more uncomfortable. <laughs> Shall we say? Anyway, Drew Doughty, good in the speech. He wanted to get the win, but the Oilers said, no, we're going to take this one 5-2 last night for Edmonton. Of course, I uh, mentioned that Jack Eichel is going to play tonight for Vegas. Here he is. I think there's lots of proof, uh, you know, to myself, I think to the rest of the league, to the organization. I think that I think you're always trying to prove something, you know, what, what that is. I mean, I, I think I just, you know, you consider yourself, uh, you know, one of the better players in our league and you just kind of want to get back to that. I feel like, you know, prior to the injury and last season, I was, uh, I was starting to establish myself where I wanted to be. And, you know, obviously kind of been derailed a little bit with, uh, with injuries, but just want to get back to where my game was and, and hopefully take it to the next level. Yeah. Big addition, obviously for the golden Knights though, Mark Stern, uh, Mark stone going on long-term injured reserve. Uh, the golden Knights are, uh, are going to be good, but right now Calgary right up there in the division and the Oilers are hoping to push up there as well. Again, right now it's Calgary, 60 points, Vegas, 59 and Edmonton, 55. I hate to tell you this oil country. It's, it's actually better for the Oilers if Calgary beats Anaheim tonight in regulation time, because then the Oilers would be tied with Anaheim still, but now would have three games in hand with a chance to uh get a win against them tomorrow night calgary just absolutely on fire they have won seven in a row they're plus 48 in goal differential who's better colorado is plus 56 and that's it that's it uh just for well sorry florida's plus 55 uh florida is plus 55 so uh calgary's doing it at both ends of the rinks markstrom having a great year Toffoli, awesome goal last night. Got that long flip pass from Goudreau and went in and scored. So, yeah, Calgary's uh, Calgary's dangerous. Though the Oilers have beaten them both times this year. They play a couple times in Calgary next month. Hopefully something in terms of positioning is on the line in those games. It's going to be fun. Oilers uh, back in the right direction so far. Remember, beyond just going 3-0, and they are 8-2-1 and in their last 11 because they did have that 5-0-1 stretch under Dave Tippett before they had those two disappointing losses coming out of the All-Star break. So the Oilers are surging here in, uh, as well, 8-2-1 in their last 11 games. All right, thanks for your phone calls. Uh, if you got anything else to say, we can try to fit you in a little bit later, though. i got a special guest coming up. He's back in the CFL. He's back with Chris Jones. He's now here in Edmonton. Well, he's not in Edmonton yet, but he's uh, now in Edmonton Elk. Deron Carter, who's had an interesting journey 
through pro football. He's coming up. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.